Hello. And okay. <laughs> After everything that transpired yesterday, um, I'm gonna just say my feelings and emotions about this entire thing. I don't know if she's mad at me, angry, still likes me, whatever. All that shit doesn't fucking matter right now. What matters is yesterday I had a breakdown, mental breakdown type of thing. I started crying on my last podcast, then I snapped out of it because I realized like why I was having the mental breakdown. As soon as you find the root to the problem, it's so much easier to get out of the breakdown. And yesterday my good friends Armand and ND, you know, they 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 talked to me, they helped me out. We were talking about my relationship and everything. We talked about like almost every single piece and bit of my relationship. Like I let it all out on the table and everything about me low key. And those are the only things that I've told her, but I didn't tell anybody else really. And so I told them and then they helped me understand that I was having these breakdowns. I had two of them recently. I didn't talk about the other one. Well, the other one was the petty iMessage game one. And then the one from yesterday, which was the fucking intoxicated one. So both of these, it was like, I felt indifferent about the situation. I didn't like the feeling I was getting. And so usually what I do with people, because I'm super reserved and I don't like to talk and I'm introverted. When someone um, does me wrong, I just move on from it, I don't give a fuck, like, I move on, let it wash off my back, it's whatever, we move on, you know, we don't, like, continue to talk about it or anything, I might have a vendetta or hold a grudge against you, and that might just be kind of for life, or until I just want to forgive you, and so, yeah, I've done that, like, with my own dad, my brother, like, there'll be times that me and my brother don't talk for fucking months, months right now we're not even talking because of some stupid ass fight that happened the other day which i low-key wanted to tell my girlfriend about but i didn't and now you know i didn't really open up about that i kind of kept those feelings reserved but i did talk to my parents so that was kind of uh you know re- like taking heat off of me and so i guess it's like you there's certain people you want to talk to and like when you get to open up to somebody so much it's like you want to keep on talking to them but then they're like oh they're not paying attention or they're busy and that uh, makes you mad and so yesterday it was like i understood that i wanted to tell her about uh on my youtube algorithm there was a video that said eight signs that you're moving way too fast in love and then i was like yo this is low-key a shot at me man and it's from a page it's from a youtube page that i watch videos from all the time they make a bunch of videos like that about psychology and everything and i'm like yo this was kind of a low blow bro don't be doing that i watched the video there's only one part of the video that was what we were doing i wanted her to watch the video so she could see the shit but when i facetimed her and the entire day yesterday i was so happy about it like so happy to that she's my girlfriend and everything and then when i facetimed her then i was trying to say oh you guys um the family he says the family drama and I said, what is it? And she's quiet. She's just acting woozy. And it was super cringe. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to my girlfriend while she's intoxicated if I'm not intoxicated. It feels weird. It's a weird dynamic being sober while the other person's not. And then I feel like it makes me look like more of a stickler, less fun and everything. And I do, like, I take judgment pretty hard. And it's like, 
I feel like everybody does. A lot of things just let run off my back. But there's some certain things like me never, me never ever in my life smoking weed and me not wanting to. It's like that's the kind of thing that if you could say, oh, you're no fun. That kind of hurts me. But it's like whatever. Depending on who says it. So, but she's smoke. She she ate an edible. I didn't. And we we're trying to talk, and it was an awkward, just silence and everything. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to do this right now. I want to listen to music. I want to vibe. I want to chill out. I want to, you know, because I was trying to play some oldies music, and so we can just vibe to oldies music over FaceTiming type shit. Ends up not working. Wanted to talk about the YouTube video. Ends up not working. Now I think about it, I probably would have wanted to talk about the fight between me and my brother to her. Shit none of that happened so it was like i was upset about it i wasn't really upset at the fact that she was smoking i was upset at the fact that it took her away from me and and then there's a part of me that's like since it took her away from you you don't even want this shit you know and i'm like yo but i do and then there's another part of me is like no you fucking don't then i'm conflicted and when you get conflicted is when that's the point where i feel like you have your mental breakdown when you're the part where you're you don't know what to do and then your mind is thinking uh, 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 and you kind of just shut off and you kind of don't understand you're making decisions and stuff that you don't want to at the time and you're scared but you don't you like the, the like either the toxic or sadistic side in you because we all have it that side of you just goes bonkers you know start to lean on everything on adding her, blocking her, uh, taking down all your photos of you guys together. Then the other side of you is like, yo, no, you actually like this girl. She's like the one for you, bro. Like, don't fuck it up. What are you doing? And then you're just going back and forth like, what? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Because I wanted to delete delete her number from my shit and take her off my Snapchat, lose our streak, just to let her know that I'm mad, angry, whatever. And I'm like, to make her mad, angry, or whatever, because that part of me just wanted that shit to go down. And the other part of me is like, yo, slow your roll, Buckaroo. This shit is not that deep, bro. It's like, you don't realize you're having a mental breakdown until it's too fucking late. But once you understand that you broke down and you're breaking down, as soon as you realize the problem, find the, find the solution and the root to your problem. As soon as you find the root to your problem and you figure out your solution, snap out of it. And it's easier said than done. And I did it yesterday. And I'm like, I'm not the same as everybody else. Other people, they don't, like, you might not want to find it. Like, you might physically not. You're like, you're at a point where you're so angry or mad or you're confused and you don't want to find that, you know? And that makes sense. 100% that makes sense. You know, there's certain different aspects, the breakdown that you need to understand. And for me, it's like, from the get-go, I knew I was being petty. Some people, you don't realize how you're acting until it's too late. And then you make decisions and stuff that it wasn't beneficial for you or your relationship, either that being friend, family, or girlfriend, boyfriend, you know? So those type of things, you under you have to understand your mental breakdown and break it down. And then I did. So there's a lot of things that led up because I just wanted to be open and I couldn't. And then I got off and then I'm like, I can't even talk to her right now. And it's like all these things I was talking about all day about her, they don't feel like they're true anymore because it's like... I was waiting for this. I was waiting all day just to FaceTime her and talk to her. And um, that didn't go as planned. So it's like, it does make you upset. And I was upset. I was petty about it. And it's like, it was not about the weed at all. I don't give a fuck if she fucking smokes, drinks, eats, fucking lives in a fucking weed house. I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a fuck about the weed aspect of what happened yesterday. I give a fuck about 
me losing my girlfriend for the hour or two or whatever, how long that shit was, that's what didn't settle with me. I felt, it made me feel indifferent, you know? You know, it made me feel weird. And then let me go back to the petty I messed a gay one. Let's break down that one it, more because I don't feel like I really did. You know, all the I messed shit, it, it went down, it happened. And I said some shit in that video that I honestly is like in the in the and at the time being you think it's right, but it's not. And I was having a breakdown. I was having the start of a breakdown within that video. The rest of my breakdown was off camera, like dead ass. Thirty minutes later, off camera, I started just breaking down and trying to figure out what the fuck's wrong with me. Why am I like this and everything? And just like saying, why am I here? You know. And I talked to her about that one. I talked to her about that one. And so like the the video in the video, I sound so harsh talking about. I'm like, I'm like, you listen to it and you're like, this dude sounds fucking stupid as shit. Like, you're mad about what? And you're going to throw away everything because of an iMessage game? You're kind of fucking weird. And I'm like, yes, that's true. 100%. Right then and there, I was not in the right mindset. And I didn't realize that I was having a breakdown. I didn't realize that was the start of a breakdown, you know? And it was the start of a breakdown. So um, it was like, I had to understand myself. And I'm glad that like I did sooner or later, and I broke out of. I didn't snap out of it. It just it 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 went down, you know. That one, I didn't snap out of it. I can tell you that right now. I was super low when that one happened. I just I broke out of it just because I not break out of it. It just slowly went down, gradually just sizzled out, and then I recollected myself, understood and understood and assessed the situation, and then realized, yeah. That was a breakdown. And honestly, that was the first breakdown I can legit say I had, you know, because everything else, I try to control it in my mind, then repress it and suppress it, you know, don't like so put those feelings in the garage, pack them on the fucking shelf, whatever. Don't deal with them because you don't need to. You can just put them in a box and put it away. Don't have to deal with that. But then when it gets to the point where the box that's on the wall in your, the shelf in your garage, it falls into the floor and everything in the box just spills out and you're upset. And you're like, if I dealt with that a long ass time ago, I wouldn't have this mess on my floor. I wouldn't have to deal with this shit right now. I could have dealt with it a long time ago when it was easy to handle. Now all of this shit is on the fucking floor. All these boxes, all these emotions, all of this bullshit is out. You know, like on the floor and then you're mad at yourself for not dealing with it, for putting it away, procrastinating with your own emotions, your own life. Do you not love yourself enough to deal with this shit? Do you, like, do you hate yourself that much that you just don't want to deal with your emotions? Are you scared? What are you scared of? Are you scared of others or are you scared of when you deal with your emotions, you're going to find out stuff about yourself you don't like, you know? Right there was like a mini rant that is just unexpected, but it was like, those are things that you feel. And it's like, that's why you, you know, suppress emotions and suppress feelings because you're afraid of finding out things about yourself. You're afraid of being judged by others. You're afraid that no one will understand you. You're afraid that you don't know what will happen if you do. And then those things like that do lead to depression over time, you know, and that shit hits you you unexpected you won't even realize it and then you're like i'm always fucking sad i enjoy being alone no one gets me 
And it's like, sometimes you don't even get yourself. And then you're questioning your identity, questioning your personality, questioning every aspect about you. And sometimes you're like, is this even real? Am I even real? And that happens, you know? And I, I get it, I get it 100% because it has happened to me before. And you just have to understand and assess when it's just questioning or when you're legit having a breakdown because there can be parts where you're on the brink of a breakdown but you catch yourself. And then it's not really a breakdown. It was just like super thoughtful time for yourself. And other times you start crying or you have super dark thoughts about like killing yourself, killing others, just ending it for everybody, burning the entire world. It's like if you're going down, everyone's going down with me. Fuck the world, you know, type of shit, all that. Those emotions. And that's when the breakdown happens where you start breaking like you're you're start breaking down your mind into different categories and trying to understand your shit, but no, you're just destroying everything. Then you're destroying things in your personal life and in the real world. And then that's when you, after you're done, you come back. You're like, ah, yeah, that was too bad. I should have never done that. Ah, I don't know. I was acting weird. I was acting dumb. I was acting re- retarded. No offense to anybody, but that's retarded, but retarded. (laughs) I don't give a fuck because this whole podcast is about just saying what's on your mind. Don't give a fuck about how people react and feel about it because it's just about you being open. Don't censor yourself because when you censor yourself, you start making a different, you start putting a different view of yourself out there and be authentic, be 100% real to yourself. And so that's what this whole thing is about. And then like, let's just retract back to both of my breakdowns instead of just talking in like a generic standpoint of breakdowns because I think I did cover that enough but going back to mine it was like um I usually just you know repress and hide the feelings and I move on and with all that it's like you do it so often that you do it like everything and then you hold grudges for a long time you're super petty and everything because you never be vocal about it so i'm not vocal about it so but like if you cut me in line and i was waiting for a long time i probably won't say anything but next time like i'm i'm like i'm the last dude on the bus and then you say hold the door open for me i'm act like i didn't hear you and uh, you, you're gonna be fucked. You're gonna be having to run to wherever we're going. Yeah, sorry, dude. I didn't know. Or like, oh, you didn't finish your work. I could help you out and you know, you know, finish it up for you. But actually, fuck you. I'm gonna turn it in for you, unfinished, so you get fucked up. You know. And it's like, those are the pe- petty type of things that I do instead of addressing the issue. And then I'd be holding a grudge against you, like not talk to you and everything, so you understand that we ain't friends no more, or I ain't fuck with you no more, or until I can, until I can forgive you in my head, fuck you, you know, just fuck you, it's on site type shit, and that's what I usually do, either that, or I just, like, you're not worth my time, move on, and I just move on to the next thing without worrying about you, because, like, it doesn't fucking matter, you're not worth my time, you're not even a big part of my life, so why would I give a shit what you say, or what you do, because, Life is too short to be stressing about everything. Stress about the things you care about. And so she's one of the things I care about. And yes, I had two breakdowns because of her because I really do like her. And the part of me, the petty part of me was like, you know, tell something, I think it's fuck that bitch time. I'm like, 
no. <laughs> the other part of me is like, no, we're not going to do that. Because if we do that, we're going to ruin something that you actually enjoy. She actually brings joy and happiness into your life. So why the fuck would you ruin that for yourself? You stupid ass bitch. Don't ruin this shit. And the other part of me is like, bro, um, you don't give a fuck, bro. You'd rather be alone, right? You'd rather be alone, right? You've been alone this entire time. What's, what's, what's the difference? You're going to be alone, bro. You deserve to be alone. Why? Does no one should ever like you. Do you realize how sick, twisted, and demented you can be? You think any girl finds that attractive? Well, you're fucking mistaken, bro. <laughs> like, dead ass. And then it just keeps on going back and forth. And then I start believing the sadistic part of me because at a, to a certain extent, it's true. Because it's like it knows you. That part of you knows you. It's been with you this your entire life. It knows you. But it amplifies every single thing. Like, oh, you didn't help that old lady at the store. Yeah, you don't even like old people to begin with. And then you start believing all these other things. Like, fuck, fuck old people. I don't give a shit. Yeah, equal rights, equal fuck. If she, if she actually does it to me, she's catching the elbow to the teeth, you know? And it's like, shit like that. And you're like, yo, that's kind of dark. That's kind of, like, demented type shit. And you're like, yep. That's how it is sometimes. Because that dark, twisted, toxic, demented side of you just makes you do or act or say certain things that you don't actually mean but it's like you can get dark and it's it's like everybody a lot of people repress it and then people you know like that go through depression or whatever or go through therapy to get it treated they you know take drugs antidepressants and everything because you're trying to suppress and get rid of the toxic demented sadistic part of you being human and you being cognitive and i don't want to do that because i feel like you lose a piece of yourself by doing that and i understand 100 percent what i'm doing and i break out of my mental breakdowns i break out of them pretty fast and so they're just like mini episodes for me or the ones that are these big ones that i'm talking about but other than that, and so, like, with all that being said, my head was so confused and conflicted on how to feel because I'm like, I should just get rid of her and everything. I was going to delete our Snapchat streak, but then I realized the streak was since the first day we were talking, and that's basically when I knew that I liked her, like, legitly. And so I never asked her out. So the first day that we started talking, it's always in my head as our anniversary. And our streak will count the the fucking days, you know? Our streak will count the days. And so that's why I found it so cute. And I didn't want to ruin that. I got the rid of the heart that next to her name in my text message. My friend saw it and said, yo, yo, yo. One of my friends I was in the chat with that he was helping me understand myself. He said, yo, yo, yo. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to put that shit back on because I'm stupid. I was going to try to pull, uh, like, what's, what's the cryptic type of snaps and stuff. And I was going to change a bunch of things on my social media. But I was like, yo. I'm over-exaggerating. And this the sadistic part of me wants this because it wants her to feel mad, angry, sad, pain because I felt these stupid-ass emotions because of it. And then that's wants everybody else to feel the same emotions. And then he, a.k.a. me, gets happy at the fact that other people are sad and mad about us. You know, like, we're the reason, we're the cause of these hard emotions doesn't matter what the emotion is until it's yeah it doesn't matter what the emotion is it that like i crave that and i crave that type of thing but then there's a part of me 
that realizes if I make her sad cry or whatever, it's not good for me in the long run. I love her. I basically love her like my family. And so I can't do that. And the other side of me, this is this side, doesn't realize that, you know, doesn't realize that, oh, this is a person that you give a fuck about, you know. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to um, suppress it, you know, that toxic side of me. I, I, I want him to understand that it's okay to live out here. It's not something I don't want him to be. I don't want he knows he's taboo. You know, that part of me knows I'm taboo, but it's like, don't. Don't make it taboo. Just make it a part of you, you know? Try to accept it and own it, you know? Because some, sometimes people shouldn't because it's, it, it gets really dark and it gets really violent. And then, you know, like, see help if you think you need help. Or do, like, a podcast like this that opens up and you get to talk about whatever you're feeling and all this shit because it helps you. Do, do whatever, you know? Because therapy only works if you let it work. So this is my therapy. It feels so good to just talk about all the things that's going on and talk about my day, how it is, everything. It feels good. And so just do this shit and you'll be I, you know, but I don't know if she's angry or mad at me right now. Honestly, it's like our conversation yesterday is not how I wanted it to go down. At first, she was the one that was trying to talk, and then I said, nah. And then I ended up coming back to the conversation. I said, I don't want to talk. And then she said, nah. And then she was upset about it. And then she said, I, cause I said some shit like, I'm kind of done with this. And then I know that she took that shit. And she she said, one thing that I didn't like that she said is, yeah, usually I would try to fight and fight this and stay. But, like, I don't want to do that this time. Some shit like that. And I'm like, that kind of hurt me because I'm like, I feel like the sadistic side of me wanted to test her and see if she'll fight back, but her own anger, rage, and everything. And so she didn't. She was trying to stay cool, calm, and collected and be like, if you love something, you set it free. And if it comes back, it really loves you type of thing. And that might be true, but I don't want to. I'm the type of person, if you let me go, if you, if you tell me to take a step back, I'm walking backwards for the rest of my time, and we won't probably talk again. And then I'm just going to go in my own cycle of just being alone, somewhat depressed, whatever. And it's like, it's cool. I'm I'm in that type of mode, like, almost all the time anyways. But, like, when I hang out with my friends, change up, you know, switch like a light bulb. Like, I can switch through my emotions of feeling sad and happy pretty quick and fake a smile to look you make it feel genuine. And I can't really fake sadness, you know? But, like, I I do feel that shit, like, all the time. So, I don't need to fake it. It's just always there. So, <laughs> that's that. So, right now, I don't know. I really do love her, and I'm mad. I'm, I don't I want to text her, but I'm going to give her a space to think about everything. I don't want her to be upset on her trip that she's with her family right now. Mm-hmm. And so, it's everything. It is what it is. I don't know what, what else to fucking say about it. It's just like, yesterday really helped me understand my demons, aka the sadistic part of me. Understand it more, understand why I do and say the things I do. And none of this was about her, it was just about me. So when I told her, um, you you don't need to be with me, it's like, um, just 
do what you got to do kind of thing. And it's like, and because I told her, you are better. Like, you, you deserve better than me. I'll read the text messages so we can just, you know, we can just go through it like, you know, okay. And then us, us, let's just go. Let's just start from the beginning. Alright, okay, I said, with that being said, good night. She said, I'm sorry, this is the first time I've ever done it. Okay, I'm good night. I said, I'm sorry, it's not your fault. I'm just weird. I don't know if my own mind will let me do this. I just thought I should say that. Do this. Do you want to break up? And then I said, I don't know, I feel like you should be with someone better than me. My demons had me in a weird place. You deserve better, so I don't know. Look, I don't. If you don't want to be with me anymore, then I need you to tell me that. I don't like I don't like people doing stuff like this because they think it's it's in quotations better for me, or because in quotations I deserve better, you know, because it makes me feel like you're using that as an excuse because you can't say the truth. Well, I hate my and then I said, well, I hate myself right now. She said, why? I said, I don't know, and it bothers me. Now I know why. Now I know why I hate myself, because I was conflicted. And when you're conflicted, you don't know what part of you was telling the truth. You don't know what part of you was saying what you want to hear. And you hate it. You don't like the feeling of being confused and conflicted, because that leads to a breakdown. No one enjoys having a mental breakdown. (laughs) Like, no, you don't enjoy the mental breakdown. It's so stressful. And... Anyways, as I was saying, I don't know why I was bothered by you doing edibles because really I don't give a fuck. But for some reason, I did. I understand all of those things. Now. I understand why I was upset because it wasn't the fucking edibles. I was trying to tell myself it was the fucking edibles. It wasn't the fucking edibles. The edibles were kind of a part of it because I'm feeling like I'm not in the situation and it feels awkward for me. And yet I was trying to be on some serious shit, but it wasn't a serious day. So... And that's where the edibles came in. Everything else was just about a chain of events that fucked up a lot of things in my head. And then she said, I mean, you said it was your mind telling you you can't do this. So is this some sign? Then I said, I don't know. She said, okay, we don't have to do this. And I said, I know I'm blowing this out of proportion and I don't know why. And then she said, there's obviously something going on and I'm not even surprised. So it's fine. Then she, when she said, I'm not surprised, I said, wait a minute, <laughs> yo. That's a low-key fucking shot. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not surprised. <laughs> and then I said, what you mean? And then she said, we can break up if you want. I can tell you don't want to do this. And in the past, I would fight and stay even though I know you don't want to do this. But now I'm not doing that. So if that's what you want, I need you to tell me. That's what she said. Then I said, I do love you. Like, honestly, and I'm scared of letting this go. And I'm, like, I'm actually crying right now. I don't know why. I started breaking down. And this is why I was talking to other, I was texting my other friends. And I started breaking down. And this is where I was like, fuck, I'm about to lose this. Do I, am I ready to lose this? And it was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And she said, it's fine. And then, and then, like, 10, 15 minutes later, I said, I said okay, I'm fine now. But, but if you don't want to continue this, I understand. Because my emotions are way too raw and strong. And I don't want to, I don't want you dealing with it. Because I know it can be a lot. And this is where I was like. Like, I don't want this to be a thing that you have to deal with all the time. And I'm like, this is what I'm like, you deserve better than someone that's fucking broken in a way. You know? And it's like, it's, it's not because I went through this, these t- two mental mental breakdowns. And I'm like, oh, now I understand everything. No, I'm still going to have these. I'm still, they're still going to come up and I'm not going to realize when I'm having them. There's still going to be petty moments and all these things. And so it's like, fuck. 
I just have to deal with it better, you know? Just say my emotions how I feel and just keep it pushing type of thing. And like understand why you have it, then okay. That was childish or yeah, that was petty and I can fucking hundred percent see why. There's gonna be times where the mental breakdown's not gonna be petty, but you know, those are the ones that are gonna be harder for me to fucking handle. Cause then I have to break it down to really understand why. Because from the very beginning I would already know I ain't being petty. I ain't being petty type shit. And then I said, whatever, I said that. She said, good night, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I said, are you okay? I'm sorry if I made you feel some type of way. She said, not really, but it's fine. I don't really know what to say right now, so it's probably just better if I don't say anything at all. And then I said, do you want to FaceTime and talk? She said, no, not really. I said, okay, I'm sorry. Good night, I love you. Sorry for giving you a headache. She said, good night. And that was all last night. And um, so now it's like, I'm giving her the space. And I don't, she went to bed upset, I think. And... I don't, for me, reading these, I didn't think she, she cared. They said that she does. Like, my friends were reading it, they said that she does. I didn't think she cared. It seemed like she's like, I'm already over this dude. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of over myself, too. And reading it like that, it's like, if she's like this, and I'm like, I'm over you, uh, it would hurt me so much because I feel like there's no one else that's as compatible. And she's like, like, 99.5% compatible with me. Like, 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 you go on fucking Netflix, and then, like, I'm watching Netflix, she is the movie that is 99% compatible type shit. And it's like, I don't want to, I'm already enjoying the series. When there's a part of the series that made me feel some type of way I didn't like, and then you stop watching it. Mm. Nah, I'm already, I enjoy so much about this shit already. So, um, you know, I don't want to give up on a relationship. I know it can be something special and something huge and something that lasts a long time. So, I'm scared about that shit. And um, <laughs> I know, it's weird. But now, it seems like she's just in her own place. And I want her to talk to me about it. And I want her to understand that how I felt about this was just, um, it was me in my own head. And I'm like, I don't want her to deal with it if she doesn't want it. If she wants to fucking deal with it, I'll be so happy for her to deal with my shit with me. And I'll deal with her shit with her. And I'll, I'll be down for that, you know. But I'm like, I don't want this to affect how you view me and change my character. No, because I'm still the dude that make fucking dark, funny jokes and every type of thing like that. I don't care. Like, this doesn't change who I am. This is just a part of me that you're starting to find out and so it's 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 funny it's honestly funny so i don't know what's going on i don't want to lose her i'm scared of losing her because i truly do love her and everything and it makes me feel weird to even have the thought of her not being in my life anymore and it's like she hasn't even been in my life that long so um yeah it's it's tough i i don't know if i want to send her this this pod but i low-key do you know, just so uh, I can understand it better, or she can understand it better. She can understand everything that went through my head, because I don't know if I can really go through all this again. And this is a pretty long podcast; it was like thirty plus minutes. So um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like I'm in a weird place, and like I felt like I explained the petty, I messes games one more. 
or I should explain it more. I don't know if I really did, but it was that shit was stupid, and I was mad that I was petty. And I'm like, am I really gonna be super petty and then lose my relationship based off this? And then like, she didn't text me the next day and gave me space, which kind of scared me that she didn't like me. And then I started breaking out because of that. And I was like, fuck, ah. And so that's why I broke down because I was scared of, I lost her. And then I broke down yesterday because I was scared I lost her again. And both of these are because I'm petty and I'm stupid and my mind is dumb. So I break down because I'm scared of losing her. And those are honestly the reason why I broke down. I broke down because of her and it's because I'm scared of losing her. None of it is her fault. It's that I love her too much and I won't ever stop loving her too much. <laughs> so I don't know. It's funny. And I think this is my first back-to-back day podcast, but it's like, I I enjoy, I enjoy doing these, I enjoy doing all this stuff, these podcasts are, they they take so much off your chest, you don't even realize, and I'm just glad I can do it, and I want to do more, talk about some other topics more, like some topics that are more political and serious, and topics about, yeah, I woke up today, ate some fucking cereal, and then yeah, I didn't do anything else. <laughs> like, shit. Like, it doesn't matter. These are just journal entries and how I'm feeling. And when I'm feeling something super strong, and I'm talking to myself in my head, I hop on this shit and do this podcast because <laughs> I ain't got shit else to do. Actually, I do have a lot of shit to do, but I just don't do it because, you know, I want to focus on my mental health. And I feel like this stuff really helps my mental health. And so... I did not think it was going to be this long. It ended up being super long because I was trying to explain. Um, I was trying to explain my demons and my toxic side compared to my compassionate side and how I repress feelings. But then I love emotion. And if you listen to poetry, you can you would know how much emotions are in poetry. And this is an amazing thing. Emotions in poetry are so fucking amazing. Like, just, you, you hear the words and you hear how they say it. And then, like, it's so powerful. And I love it so much. And so I just love emotions. Like, I crave emotions, regardless of what type of emotions they are. And so I feel like that's toxic side of me being super scary and then it's like you push you burn shit you push people's buttons just to see how they react and the the my demon side my toxic side wants is craving those emotions anger madness sadness you know it craves those and also loves passion sensual sensual love you know all these happiness all these emotions, like, I know I love, yeah, so, it's just, both sides of me love those emotions, but the compassionate side of me loves the emotions for what they are as good things, and then the toxic side of me loves the emotions for what they are as bad things, and both of them just crave emotion, so, I'm in a place where I be toxic because I want other, I want to make them mad or whatever, so I can get their emotions out of it. That's what I that's what I'm learning about myself right now is what I'm thinking. I learned so much about myself just after meeting her. I'm scared <laughs> that I am, but like I am. 
and so um, it's just it's 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 a cool thing. It's it's awesome. I I love her for it, 100%. She's an amazing person, and I wish she understands everything that went on, and she's not mad at me because honestly that would hurt the most. But yeah, thank you for listening. If I have anything else to say, you best believe I'm gonna come back and do a part two. <laughs>